Welcome to America's Commercial Real Estate Show, your source for market intel, forecasts, and strategies. Hello, I'm Michael Bull. Thank you for being with us. This segment is brought to you by CommercialAgentSuccess.com. If you're a commercial agent or broker, check it out. It's the best training in the world. I guarantee it. Learn more at CommercialAgentSuccess.com. Well, we have an exciting show for you today. We're going to talk with Nicole Fanari. She's VP of Research with NARIT. Now, NARIT just had their uh, annual uh, conference, right? And uh, they had a lot of people. They had 2,500 attendees, had 170 REITs, meet in New York in June to talk about commercial real estate, to talk about REITs, to talk about what they feel about the market and, and, and why people are investing in REITs. So let's get a feel because you think about REITs, they own a lot of property. They control 3.5 trillion in commercial real estate. <laughs> Might be important to see what's going on with the REITs. Please welcome Nicole Fanari. Nicole, thanks for being with us. Thanks for having me. Well, first of all, tell me kind of what was the theme? What was the feel uh, there from from the event? There's a, some changes in the economy and interest rates, right? That's true. Um, I think that the feel was very upbeat. Uh, I will say, you know, we have had this conference virtually for the past two years. This is our first time back in person. There is nothing like an in-person conference. I think people were very excited and happy to actually be on the ground in New York City and get to hear the presentations live and ask their questions. So I think that already just put people in a in a positive mood. And of course, operating performance for REITs has been really strong. First quarter uh, 2022 earnings were at a record high of $18 billion, according to NAREITS T-Tracker. And I think you know that sentiment, strong operating results, strong occupancy was uh, you know, across the board, you know, generally from from what REITs were telling us, they were they were feeling pretty good about uh, their first quarter operating results. Um, and I, but I do think you know a lot of that optimism and general uh, positive tone was tempered a little bit about concerns with the economy uh, and the rising interest rates and what effect that might have on an economic slowdown. Yeah, and the event's called REIT Week, and uh, it's a it's a heck of an event, and. And Nicole, when they talked about the economy and what they foresee coming forward, what did they feel the impact would be uh, on REITs and commercial real estate? So it's really interesting because we have, you know, the sort of twin boogeyman of inflation and high interest rates, right? We know the Fed is escalating up interest rates. So on the one hand, all of the REITs, you know, echoed what I have done a lot of research trying to show that the historical record shows that REITs do pretty well during high inflation periods. Um, I have several market commentaries you can check out on REIT.com about inflation. But the general story is that REITs outperform the S&P 500 when inflation is over 4%. So you heard a lot of discussion from the REITs themselves about inflation, how they tended to do well in inflationary environments. Some, you know, some went into the nuts and bolts about their rental contracts and what kind of rental escalation they had in their contracts and, and how that protected them from inflation. So on the one hand, it, you know, inflation is not necessarily a bad story and could even be considered by some to be a good story for REITs. Historically, they've outperformed. 
Uh, on the other hand, REITs are not impervious from what's happening in the broader economic picture. And, you know, were there to be a slowdown, were there to be a recession, which I am not personally predicting, uh, you know, there is a concern about, you know, what will happen to operating performance if the economy begins to slow down too drastically. And Nicole, what type of position are most of these REITs suggesting they're in to handle if there is a, a more of a downturn than, than we'd like to see? So there was a lot, a lot of talk about balance sheets and balance sheet strength. Uh, I think the REITs really learned their lesson from the great financial crisis. And we see that balance sheets kind of are across the board, you know, just in a much, much, much stronger position than they have been in the past. Um, so if you look at our T-Tracker statistics, you can see that REITs are at their lowest leverage rate in a very long time. Um, and I think one of the things that was really key, they, a lot of the REITs talked about how much of their debt is in fixed interest rates. Um, and, and one thing to consider, um, our, our, we calculate uh, weighted average debt to maturity, you know, the amount of time before a loan is going to come due. And that has gone up every quarter we've been tracking it in the T-Tracker for the past several years. It's well over seven years. So I think, you know, one thing to consider when you think about higher interest rates, they're definitely going to have an effect, but REITs balance sheets are in very strong positions to protect themselves against those changes. And what do the REITs expect or what do you expect about uh, uh, other things that may impact uh, REITs and commercial real estate related to kind of returns and then also maybe transaction volume? So um, returns have taken a hit, uh, which is really interesting because, again, in the way that I said, there's this dual story where you know inflation can be um, can can be uh, a time of, of outperformance of REITs um, where they have to be concerned about high interest rates. Um, the same is true. We're seeing a little bit of a dis disconnect between the REIT returns, which are down, and uh, REIT operating performance, which has been quite strong. And I think that that's going to play out, and we're going to need to see that some sort of equilibrium between those two pieces of information. Um, but I do, I and I do think you know, with higher interest rates, the biggest place we we're going to see that for REITs is coming into transaction volume. Um, I am quoting or perhaps misquoting someone else by saying buyers want yesterday's prices and sellers want tomorrow's prices. So the bid ask spreads are very wide. I think transactions are going to slow down because prices are in, in, in an uncertain phase as the interest rate starts to keeps escalating from Fred from the Federal Reserve's moves. And as people try to incorporate those into prices, I think we're just seeing, you know, this area of uncertainty where people are reluctant to transact. And what do you hear from the REITs uh, during REIT week about M&A activity and, and what, uh, what you've seen in the past and what you expect moving forward? So M&A activity was really high in 2021, and you know in 2022 we've seen uh, nine deals announced. Um, the Prologis Duke news hit, and that was uh, a bit of, of an excitement in the REIT world. Um, and so we've we've seen it, we're coming out of uh, you know one of a top years for M&A activity. But again, same same as it's a transaction for buying an individual property, buying a whole REIT. Um, I think we're going to see the, that slow down in 2022 with the changes in the economy. 
And what were some of the concerns or, or questions from investors and, and, and analysts uh, at during REIT Week? So one of the big surprises for me this year, and I think this is a result of, again, not having all those investor questions in the same way in a couple of years, um, but we really saw both the REITs and the investors lean into ESG this year. Um, REITs have been leaders in this area. We They have been making strides, reporting, collecting data, um, but this was the year where it seemed to be more on top of mind for people. It came, uh, they, they were, dis- the REITs were discussing it when they talked about their year or quarter highlights, and we got a lot of investor questions um, about ESG this year. So it's really exciting to see the REITs uh, discussing a lot of the things that they've been doing this whole time, but are more top of mind for people. Yeah. And there's certainly a lot of uh, sectors uh, that, that REITs are involved in. Were there any uh, certain sectors that uh, had anything kind of more interesting to say about the, their outlook? You know, it's it's really interesting. Every sector has its own uh, interpretation of events. And definitely, I think when you look across the sectors, um, things that have been top of mind, of course, for uh, investors have been, you know, the office sector and the lodging resort sector. We see the lodging resort sector has really recovered in terms of leisure travel, but like office return to business travel, although REIT week obviously accepted every, you know, we had very high attendance. Um, people are, people are looking to see what those, those property sectors are doing and what they're saying about um, return to work. Um, and I think, you know, People think about REITs in terms of the traditional, what we call Rory sectors, residential office, retail and industrial. And certainly there was a lot to discuss there. But I think it's important that, you know, people think about and if they attend REIT week, you know, hear from some of the other sectors like infrastructure, which are cell phone towers or, you know, the data center sector. You know, those are those are where the, REITs are very diversified and really have a great story to tell. And of course, you know, multifamily and industrial has had a, a heck of a ride. Um, were the expectations for that to continue? What, what did you hear from, from those types of REITs? Um, I think, you know, well, separating out. And industrial has a very, a very interesting story. And there's been a lot of... Um, attention on, you know, supply chain issues and the rise of logistics and what's going to happen. Um, I think from the industrial perspective, I think that there is a strong sense that, um, you know, we we are w- waiting to see how these supply chains figure themselves out. But, you know, it, it's, it was, it, there was an undersupply issue that came through in 2021. And I think, that they are somewhat concerned. Like I said, I think that, you know, there's a, there's a sense the transaction volumes are, are down. Construction costs are way up. So um, I think there is a sense in the industrial property sector that um, they still may not be meeting demand with supply. Interesting. And then multifamily, uh, the ride continue there? Yeah. I mean... I think for multifamily, you know, it, we we always we always tell people to to take a long term view on investing in REITs, and you you look at the multifamily story, and you know that story hasn't changed. We are undersupplied in housing in America. Um, interest rates are only going to you know make that crunch harder, and and the inflation issues. So, um, I think that multifamily 
is definitely something to keep an eye on. And I think it's something that, you know, the story, the story has, has, has been pretty consistent for a number of years about undersupply. Yeah. And Nicole, to, to finish up here for the audience around the country, uh, from attending uh, REIT Week and, and in your research, uh, what would you leave our audience with to think about moving forward for the next year? Um, I That's a good question. <laughs> I would say, you know, keep an eye on REITs, keep your, keep your mind open to, again, some of the sectors that you might not traditionally think of as real estate. Our cell towers have, have done well um, with work from home, with the rise of e-commerce. Uh, so, uh, and I would say, you know, again, more REITs are becoming increasingly transparent and doing more work around their ESG activities. Um, 100 of the top 100 REITs this year, on, uh, you can see this on our ESG dashboard, are reporting on ESGs. So take a look, read some REIT uh, sustainability reports, uh, look to the sector to uh, really increase their goals on climate risk um, and climate change. And, uh, you know, I think that there's a lot to learn the Excuse me. I think there's a lot to learn there on the ESG front as, as the REITs are becoming more and more public with what they're doing. Yeah. Okay. Well, excellent. Good information, Nicole. Thank you for joining us. Thank you so much. All right. And if you'd like more information, check out uh, their webs website at NAREIT. It's REIT.com. It's an easy one. Hey, and thank you for joining us around the country. Please let us know what you think. We appreciate uh, connecting with you and we appreciate you sharing the show. So until next week, be sure that you always lead, learn, and laugh and join us for America's Commercial Real Estate Show. America's Commercial Real Estate Show is brought to you by Buxton. Take leasing site selection and due diligence to the next level. Make the right decisions with on-demand mobile data. Visit buxtonco.com. By Bull Realty. For proven commercial real estate asset and occupancy solutions, contact me. My email is michael at bullrealty.com. By Commercial Agent Success. Expert level commercial real estate broker training. Cloud Access 1, up to 21 one-hour videos. Visit commercialagentsuccess.com. Thank you for reviewing, subscribing, and sharing America's commercial real estate show.